Today is Thursday, July 26th, 2018, and I'm back, as usual, (laughs) a little bit more than a week, but I am back. Now, I was going to tell you that I've fallen into this um, Netflix loop. I I, I don't know what they call it. It's kind of like the um, YouTube, uh, what do they call it, the YouTube cycle or something? Well, but on Netflix, I discovered, well, actually, it wasn't even on Netflix, I was staying up late one night, I don't know, like two weeks ago, and on HLN, they play uh, the uh, the show Forensic Files, and they play like six episodes or seven episodes, right, you know, back to back, maybe it's even eight, from like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night until like five o'clock in the morning or something like that. Well, I started watching those Forensic Files shows, and I got totally um, hooked on them and I started watching them. So I was, I was that night I stayed up cause that was when my husband was away. I stayed up until like, I think it was like four o'clock in the morning watching those shows. <laughs> well, then I discovered that on Netflix, they actually have all of the forensic files shows. So I've been watching these, um, forensic files. I've been, cause I'm watching them right on my computer and I just, you know, um, click and play on one of them and they keep playing. They, they automatically go into the next episode. You don't even have to click or anything. And it's amazing because these go, these shows go um, way back to the early two thousands and they cover, um, I don't know if you're familiar with forensic files, but the show is about um, someone has been murdered and then how they use um, forensic science to solve the mystery or solve the, the murder. Because a lot of these, um, well, a, a whole lot of the murders do not have um, an obvious uh, way that the person died or uh, an obvious, um, I think that was my email, an obvious way or an obvious person who who did the murder. So it, oops, it's funny because when they do that, um, when they show the murder, they, you know, they like reenact it and then they talk about the person and what what they've been, you know, how old they are, what they've been doing and all that kind of stuff. And then they mention their spouse or a coworker or a neighbor. And I try to instantly, oh, sound outside. I try to instantly figure out who the murderer is. And most of the time I guess it right away. And then you watch the show and you go, you follow all the, um, all the uh, clues and all the forensic science and you figure it out um, who the murderer is. And it's like, to think to myself, I've probably watched 80, maybe 80 of these, 40, maybe 40, maybe much more like 40, 40 episodes of this. And um, they solve every single murder, of course. But um, I think I was thinking to myself, this is amazing. All these different reasons why people will kill somebody else. Most of these, when it's um, a spouse who does the, the murdering, um, I, I think the majority of them are because of insurance money, like they have something going on in their life and they need money. So they take out these large insurance policies and then they murder their spouse and then try to figure, you know, they try to hide it. And no matter how well or how hard the person works to hide the murder, they're, they're always caught. There's, they are always caught. There's nothing so far that I have um, seen on this show that has stumped the police. And I was, um, two of the episodes today that I watched were um, showing that um, 
Like, for example, this one I watched was about this um, husband and wife who they'd only been married for like seven months and they were going horseback riding. And um, supposedly the girl's horse, the, the wife's horse, bucked her and she fell off and hit her head on a rock. Well, when they went to do the autopsy, all of the bruising and all of the, you know, the um, cut on the back of her head and the, and the way she died was very consistent with a horse falling or a horse bucking her and, and her falling and hitting her head on a rock. Well, then you look at all the details and you, and you see, oh, well, there's only one rock here. There's like, there are no other rocks in this area. It's a grassy area and there just happens to be one big rock sitting there. And then I notice other things. They don't, they don't say it right away, but I'm watching the pictures and, and you can see it. Like this woman's shoes were taken off and she they were like thrown to the side. And her blouse was undone. So instantly I'm thinking, okay, well, she was raped or they were going to have sex because her shirt's undone and her shoes are off. And the policeman, when they were doing their um, investigation at the scene, had noticed that the grass... Oh, oh my, keep getting email... The grass around the body was all flattened down. I'm thinking, oh, well, that means that they probably did have sex because they were probably rolling around in the grass. But no. Well, it turns out that this um, husband oops, has um, is, a, is familiar with pharmacology and uh, um, drugs and stuff. And I can't think of the name. It was like succula something fall or something like that which is a drug that is undetectable um, in, an, in an autopsy because it gets absorbed and um, leaves your body in a really short amount of time. But what it does is, it, is it, it's like a muscle, rea- uh, muscle relaxant or sort of like um, your muscles seize up and you can't move or anything when you get the shot. They, they use it to um, intubate uh, patients who need to have the thing put down their throat. So um, anyway, so this... It, it turns out, and at the time that this murder was taking place, they did not have a um, a way to detect it in um, tissue or in the blood or anything. So um, people may have used this drug many times in the past to kill someone, and then they can't figure out how the person died. So in this case, the guy made it as if she fell off of her horse and died, when really it was this drug, the overdose of this drug that killed her. And they were able to figure this out because this um, scientist in... I think it was Sweden, um, finally figured out how to detect this drug in tissue, and they were able to figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> that's a roundabout way to go about these things. Um, I just think it's interesting how you can get on uh, Netflix or YouTube and get stuck in these um, constant, you know, one video leads you to another video, leads you to another video. And on and it seems like on Netflix now, they've got so much stuff to watch streaming. It's really hard to pick and select. I mean, you have to know what you're looking for. I, I mean, I, I didn't just stumble on Forensic Files when I went to Netflix. I actually searched for it and found that they have like, well, there's 460 or something like that total episodes of forensic files but i've only seen like 40 of them i think it's i think it's 40 but um and i keep watching them i just sit here and watch one other and there without the commercials it's 21 minutes and on netflix there's no commercials so each episode is 21 minutes long and you can just watch a ton of them but um anyway i got myself stuck in that 
uh, Netflix forensic files loop, and I just keep watching them. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, so on Sunday, I think it was Sunday night. Well, I shouldn't say, um, what well, was Sunday night, but last week, I think it was Friday, I was listening to podcasts, and I was listening to Catching Up with um, Mike and Joe. And um, they keep telling, they keep saying uh, that, that most of their fun stuff happens on the after show because they, they um, podcast live on Mixler. I don't know if you're familiar with Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And they, it's like a streaming service. Um, and they um, do their podcast live and they record the first hour. Then once they're done with recording, then they have like a, an, an extra hour after that or almost an hour. And they talk about a whole bunch of other things that you don't normally hear. And they name names and stuff. I don't know if you've listened to them, but they um, make up names for people instead of saying their real names. Or they will, um, you know, beep out the name or whatever. Well, in the after show, so on Sunday night, they said that they um, broadcast Sunday night at 8 o'clock, which is 11 o'clock here on the East Coast. So I was like staying up really late. But I listened to their regular show from 11 to 12, and then they had the after show, and they do. They talk about all kinds of good stuff comes in afterwards, and that's when they um, participate or they uh, engage with the um, people who are in the chat room. Um, so that was fun. And it turns out that um, Mr. Mike Lawson, Mike, Mike Lawson from the show, um, he wrote a book, a children's book about diabetes. Um, he is he has he is a diabetic and so he and he w- works in the field and all that so he wrote this children's book and I sent him a message on Twitter saying you know um, you know me through podcasting but I actually have a children's book channel on YouTube that I um, have like almost twelve thousand subscribers right now and um, well, I didn't say that but I just said I have a, a children's book channel on YouTube and I gave him the link. And I said I would love to read your book, so he's going to send me a um, a preview, a previewer's copy, I guess, and I'm going to um, read his book on my book channel, and uh, maybe get him a little uh, more, a little bit, a little bit of exposure to, to my twelve thousand people. Not that they all watch every single book video, but um, you know, it could it could help something, it, maybe um, inform people about um, diabetes. So anyway. Um, so that was on Sunday night. And I, I, if I if I can think about staying up next Sunday night, um, I might listen to it again. But in listening to that show, because they're they're um, streaming live and it's uh, Mike and Joe, it reminded me a little bit of my old gangbang shows, or at least the old days when I would uh, find people on Twitter, not on Twitter, on um, Skype, and you know call them and you know chat with other people. Um, through Skype, that's a, it, kind of, it. Reminded me of those old days, and at the same time that this was all going on, um, in between, I mean, with some free time, I am trying to um, uh, put the archives back up on my website. I think right now I'm up to almost up to show 500. Now I've got more than 1,200, so I've got like 700 more shows to go. But um, I think I'm up to 500. Or close to it. But in any case, in those, in like the last, uh, from like 250 to up to where I am now at 500, 
like twice a week, I did a gangbang show. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the gangbang show, is when a bunch of podcasters would get on Skype and I would um, have like a conference and I would record the show and we would, you know, of course, be silly and talk about um, dirty things and um, just get crazy. And like it would be, I listened to a couple of them because I didn't, I can't remember exactly um, what goes on with them, but um, I was listening to a couple and it's like, the technology was so new back then because this was 2006, 2007 that um, half of the show, half of the podcast was trying to get everybody into the room and that they would answer their phone. I mean, answer the uh, Skype thing. And it was just funny because some people had a really low bandwidth. So they would Skype uh, make, you know, well, we called it Skyping out or whatever. Um, because we couldn't hear them, they couldn't hear us, or they had an echo, or it made a weird noise. So, I mean, it was just funny to hear that um, back then it was all about getting getting everybody in the in the pot on the podcast on the gangbang for like half the show. <laughs> it was funny. Um, so, I would encourage you to go back in the archives and uh, around about I think it's episode two fifty. Somewhere around there is when I started doing the gangbangs, and that was in 2006. And I don't know how long I did them, maybe all the way up to 2010. I'm not sure, but as I put the archives up, um, you will see. And I really, I'm, here's my goal. Actually, I'm my goal is to have all of the archives up and ready for download by the time I go to New Orleans, so that the entire 1,233 episodes are on online for people to listen to because I think if you go back and listen to some of those gangbang shows you will laugh and the thing is you these people who were on the gangbang shows you've never you've probably never heard of before because their podcasts died years ago um, some of the old-time listeners may may remember them but um, I think any new listeners in the last couple of years aren't going to know who these people are so you might learn about somebody new Anyway, so I am working on that. At the same time, I am working on um, topics and ideas to talk about at the Gangbang Show live in New Orleans. And speaking of that, I got a voicemail from Scotty to um, tell me that he's going to, well, I'm not going to tell you. Here, I'll just play this voicemail from Scotty. Acha, delete the last voice message from me. What a... Ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. I've got plenty to say. Yes, yes, yes. I'll do the gangbang show with you. Oh my goodness, can't believe you're asking me. <laughs> That's so exciting. Um, I could be losing my breath because of that. Or I could be rushing to get the train. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Scotty. I'm so glad that you're going to join us on the gangbang show. So far, I have got commitments from Big Fatty, um... Scotty, um, I believe Adam, and Ricky, Ricky from Foul Monkeys. So that will be fun to have those guys on. And I think if, if, we can, if we have enough microphones set up down there, I think I might try to get one more. Like I might rope John Ong into it or something. I haven't talked to him. I don't know. But that would be so cool. It's going to be fun. Because even way back then in 2006, 2007, or all the way up to 2010, Scotty would stay up really late 
because, well, I guess he would get up really early because he was in Australia. Well, he's in Australia. And he would call in on Skype. And we would talk to Scotty from Australia. We would talk to Arthur from New Zealand. Um, It was fun. We had a good time on those gangbang shows. I definitely miss them. So um, we're going to try to bring that back in in New Orleans. So um, you'll be able to listen in, uh, listen in live on the stream. Now, let's see. One more thing, I guess. Um, I think it was, what's today? Today is Thursday. So this was Tuesday night. My husband and I watched the movie Battle of the Sexes. That is the uh, Billie Jean King, Bobby Riggs tennis tournament from, I believe, 1975, is it? 73? Somewhere not, uh, it was 73. Yeah, I think it was 73. Anyway, um, I guess my husband's a big aficionado, whatever. He plays tennis. He likes watching tennis. Um, anyway, so we watched the movie and uh, my, my overall, um, you know, like movie rating is just, it was just okay. It was kind of cool to see how they, um, did keep pace with the seventies in terms of the decorations, the cars, the clothing, the hair. It definitely looked like it was from the seventies. So that was good. But the story was, it was just okay. Um, you know, I mean, you you already know what was going to happen. She beats um, Bobby Riggs. But, um, I mean, it was okay just to sit down and watch it. I would definitely not have paid to go see that in the movie theater. Um, actually, I haven't, my husband and I both have not been to the movie theater, we think, since the movie Walk the Line with, um, what's her name, Reese Witherspoon? Is it? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. And... I can't think of the guy's name. Joaquin Phoenix, maybe? I don't know. But anyway, we we just don't go to movies anymore. We watch everything streaming on either Apple TV with Netflix or Hulu or uh, we buy a movie or um, watch a DVD. So we just, we just don't go to the movie theaters anymore. I don't think many people go to the movie theaters anymore because you have so many options to stream. It'd be like, why, why do you need to go? So anyway... All right, well, that is all I have for today. I am going to try to get one of these people, one of these gangbang people, to test, um, record with me in the next couple of weeks. And I, um, if someone, one of you is listening to this and you want to join me, um, send me a message so I can um, set it up and we can record. It can be any day of the week, pretty much, because I'm pretty much free um, during the day or at night. Although up until um, next Friday, Thursday... Thursday or Friday, because I'm leaving on my um, cruise to Alaska. Maybe I'll talk about that next time. Anyway, that is all I have for today. So I hopefully you guys had a great day. And um, until next time, bye. Bye.